You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show. Yay! I am your hostess, Tony Payne, photographer extraordinaire. And I have to say photographer extraordinaire again, because in the last episode, I think my photographer was not that clear. <laughs> so I have to make sure I say it twice. <laughs> and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. I mean, this is like a golden topic because trust me, if you're in the NFT space, you have made tons of errors. Like anybody that tells you they haven't made tons of errors, they are so lying to you. Even if you do your own research, there is no way you're not going to make at least one error. And me, I'm like, oh, I'm NFT informant. I know everything. (laughs) I can admit it (laughs) that I have made a load of errors in the NFT space. All right, so we're going to be talking about that. And with me today helping me out, I had to come drag another person (laughs) in the NFT space. She is a painter, a visual artist. She does the most beautiful paintings. And she did a painting of me, um, yes, for her Dare to Dream project. I have with me today... And we're going to be talking about some of the things you need to be like mindful of if you're trying to get into the NFT space, even if you're in the NFT space. There's one me and her have in common, and that's like, don't FOMO into a project. FOMO (laughs) FOMO means like fear of missing out. And there was a project me and her FOMO'd in. (laughs) And it's like, why didn't we do that again? But yeah, so we're going to be talking a lot about um, just things you should, you know, maybe not avoid necessarily, but things you should educate yourself on um, in the NFT space. And she's going to be bringing on the table because she's well known in real life. We call it in real life artist, traditional artist. And now she's in the NFT space. So she's going to be talking about her experiences going from in real life art to NFT space art. There's like a big difference between the two. Actually, is there a a big difference between the two? Yes, there is a big difference between the two. And it's very uh, stressful to navigate from one to the other to start with. So yeah, let's see, uh, you know, you ask away and I can uh, give as many tips as I can. (laughs) So what would you say like the... Like, if you had to choose one major difference between the two, what would you say it would be? Like, you're you're already a well-established artist. You're in galleries. You're welcome. What would you say is the difference between, like, if you had to choose one big difference, what would you say that is? I would say the biggest difference is the audience. The people that buy in real life are definitely not the same people that buy NFTs. So you have a very different way to talk about your art Uh, from one place to the other. So that is, I think, the biggest struggle for me um, as I've been dealing with, you know, in real life art for 20 years. And uh, my most recent show was actually in a museum. (laughs) I had a a two-story museum for my project, which was, you know, uh, female empowerment. And the people that are involved in real life art are definitely not the same kind of like... um, people that are in NFTs, which is good in a way and not so good in another way. (laughs) I know. It's like, okay, so you said not so good in another way. Like, what is the difference between the two of them? No shade, no shade, no shade. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, I hope, I hope, you know, I don't text anyone here, but... uh, That's why I said, like, nobody take offense (laughs) to this. This is, like, literally no shade. Like, we gotta be honest about our experiences. Like, I know a lot of times in the NFT space, a lot of people are always so afraid to speak up and like share their experiences. And they're like, so careful. I'm not going to offend somebody. What if they're a collector? But then that Mm -hmm. means you're not like, you know, living your truth. Right. 
Like I'm yes. one of those ones that just kind of randomly, like, especially on Sundays, I like shit tweet a lot. Excuse my French, because I have so many thoughts running through my head, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna annoy some people. <laughs> I know it, but I don't care. Like I feel like if you're gonna buy my art, my art is me. You know, so you mm-hmm. have to like understand that you know this is who I am, and I if I'm pretending that you're you're buying like a knockoff of what I am, you know. So yeah, tell us, um, what is the one big difference between the two? I would say education when it comes to art. So uh, in real life, you have people that buy art, uh, people that buy, I mean, like big money art are people that usually have an understanding of art history and they've seen a lot of art. And then uh, when they make an investment on a piece, it's something that they understand what they're buying. They understand, you know, the research that they put into the artist and what they have to know to make sure that they're making a good investment. Of course, you know, there's the market that people just buy art for decoration and that's not uh, exactly what I'm addressing here. Uh, when you get into NFTs, you're going to find like all these huge sales with big money. And it's it's kind of like shocking to me to see like the top sales are not necessarily really good art in itself. Uh, and when you look at people that are buying those things, it's mostly that became um, billionaires with crypto. So not necessarily they have any comprehension of um, art itself, but, you know, they appreciate the concept, they appreciate the thought behind it, and they just put the money in it. So uh, I'm not saying one thing is bad or worse, but I'm saying that that's a difference that for me is very clear. So in that sense, you see a lot of artists that come into, into the NFT space and they have like some amazing quality. They're like talented people and they're not just not making it because they don't know how to approach the right people. They don't know how to connect with the people they're actually spending money. So uh, it is a it is a struggle in that sense, and um, we still have to learn how to navigate in that area. And we are keeping it a hundred percent real here. And you are so right about that. Um, I think a lot of the NFT space, because it's a it's crypto based art, you know, and it earned its name crypto art. So it's kind of like me walking into um, a store and I see something that I like on the wall. I don't necessarily have to, you know, know what it is artistically. I just see it and I like it. And um, I kind of just purchase it because I have a lot of crypto. And I, I think, do you think that's good? I don't know. I always ask myself, like, is it going to change the way art is seen over time? Because, you know, art has evolved over time. Is mm-hmm. it going to be like maybe the new, not the new norm? Well, yeah, actually, yeah, the new norm of how art is seen. Or do you think like um, traditional art will have its own place and then crypto art will have its own place? Because I've talked to like people who could collect in real life. Like some people that collect my work in real life, they won't even come touch NFTs. And I'm like, they're trying to convince them. <laughs> I'm like, this is what it is. It's a great, I love the concept of NFTs. I love the idea of a digital ledger. I love the fact that, you know, this is where we're moving to in 10 years, 20 years, NFTs are going to be very relevant. But for some reason, I have like in real life collectors that go, uh, <laughs> go away, <laughs> you know, so I'm just like trying to figure out like, how do you convince somebody in real life to come into NFTs? Or is it just that do you think it's just like, okay, you know what? Everything is going to have its own place. Um, do you think that's what it is? Yeah, I think a lot, uh, a lot is still going to be developed. Like, I think there's not going to be a world without NFTs. And it's going to evolve in so many different areas, not only in art. But since we're talking art, uh, I have a lot of collectors that, uh, because I'm meeting art pieces that I have already sold. So first I contact them and I say like, you know, if you're into NFTs, I would be happy to, you know, give you the first uh, option to get the NFT that is uh, associated with the physical piece that you have. But most of them have no idea what I'm talking about. They have a zero interest. They don't understand buying a JPEG. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, and yeah, I, I know. I've ex- <laughs> I've experienced that, too, where I'm like, oh, that was, you know what the funniest thing is when I first started in NFTs? That was actually my initial plan was, oh, okay, if you 
um, collect this piece. I'll, you know, get you. They don't want to be bothered with the whole getting a wallet and <laughs> just, you know, it's like, it's such separate world. It's like, you know, we're living in the real world and then we're living in the metaverse, you know, and it's like, how do we balance the two? Then you obviously also will have people that kind of write down like us. We're right down the middle, right? We're in real life and um, in the metaverse as well. And um, thankfully, most of my collectors like my still life work. Um, you know, once I sell as an NFT, I hit up my collector and go, look, do you want a metal print? Because that's the goal for me. It's to make sure you have something in your house, <laughs> you know, and I have not gotten turned down. So th that is awesome. Like the last um, NFT that I sold, I hit him up. I was like, do you want a metal print? I was like crossing fingers. Like, please say yes. Please say yes. Please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a bit of a different, a different uh, approach to that because uh, I've been selling physical for several years and I have collected physical since I was in school like for you know like 20 years ago I started collecting art from my students from my colleague, uh, colleagues at uh, students at school and then my teacher I bought art from everyone because I just love art and from uh, all this traveling that I've done and moving from countries I ended up not having any of those physical pieces so when I think of NFTs, I think of a new way of collecting. So now I have a collection that I can actually take with me anyway. And I actually really enjoy looking at them uh, digitally. I, uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> well, I do I do like I, I see your I see your point though. I see your point. <laughs> Somebody made this argument one time and it made sense. He was like, you know, I have um thousands of nfts imagine if i had them all in my home i would need like extra storage <laughs> extra <Yep>. storage <laughs> space so that makes a lot of sense and i i'm really curious to see where this is gonna go in you know four or five years if like this will be like the norm for art is just you know being able to just see it on your phone and that's enough you know then maybe apple will come out with a product called um Apple NFTs or something like that, where you can the NFT visualizer. I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, will. Just, I, yeah. will. I just will. think the technology will catch up to display, for instance, like the way I visualize the future uh, uh -huh. in NFTs and uh, decoration is going to be like displays. They're actually going to have, you know, showcasing the art. Exactly. So, um, it's already happening in some industries. Like I can see like uh, some corporate buildings that already have a large uh, screen with, you know, the display of the digital art. But I, I see that it's going to actually reach the, the home users as well. So I already use my extra, the secondary monitor in my home. I have my NFTs displayed there displayed as I'm there, working. Right? <laughs> I love it. So. That's yes, true. and I, I, I rotate them. So, uh, you know, one day I'm in the mood to, you know, a nice landscape that just, you know, peace. And another day I want something, you know, more uh, oh, stimulating. So I put one. another NFT there and Change I just it. rotate the art. And I think that's that's one of the beauties of, of this digital version of art. That is and, actually a really good idea. Like just have one screen <laughs> and you're just wrote, like today I feel like being in you know, um, having a landscape scene tomorrow. I feel like having food on my wall tomorrow. I feel like yeah, having yeah. a painting that is like, that ma That makes a low, whole lot of sense. Huh? All right, yeah. so. <laughs> I love that approach. And uh, just before, like, I forget to address cause you asked before you're, you're about, you know, where I think the art's going and if it's going to be different from the yeah. physical to the digital. And I do think it's going to, uh, some artists of course are going to embrace both like, you know, like us. Yeah, but there, are, there are different artists that are going to split. Some artists are never going to be digital. They're just in that mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually like, as a painter, I like to paint large. And nothing compares on working on a large piece when you can actually have the gesture to create a large movement. So I've been creating on my iPad and it does not compare. It's, it, it's just completely different. It's a different feeling, right? Yes. You but know, when like you look in the collector's point of view uh, yeah. which i have been discussing with some with some of my collectors they do like the idea of something being created digitally because it's born digital for a digital universe which is completely yeah. different from something that you bring from the physical to the digital so you with photography nowadays digitally already 
yes, but painting, <laughs> we have to photograph it and then translate it to digital. So there is an extra step to bring it to this this universe. So, Isn't that funny how times change? Like before, it was mm -hmm. like. <laughs> it was like photographers trying to make photography that look like paintings now you guys are copying us what's up with that <laughs> it's going a completely different way <laughs> that is that is amazing though but see that's the beauty of art you know like I always say like art means you know art moves with time I think you know I look mm -hmm. at the NFT photography space I think a lot of people come into the NFT photography space and they kind of look around and see what everybody else is doing mm -hmm. and for me like I do I do like my first collection um, was more of a like a historical collection, you know, it was based on my heritage. Um, so, yes, you have been listening to the NFT Talk Show podcast and we're talking about things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. So for we were talking about the difference between um, in real life and um, in real life and the NFT space. So I wanted us to talk about what's really, really um, funny in the NFT space, and that's these PFP projects. I have done a show, um, a podcast topic on PFP projects, actually one of my most listened to. <laughs> so that tells you, like, there is, like, this high demand for PFP projects, you know? So, yeah, in terms of, like, PFP projects, things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space, mine would be absolutely do not FOMO into any project. Like literally every project that I have FOMO'd into, I have hated myself for it. And that is because like I have a project I FOMO'd into, I bought at like, I don't know, 0 0.9, 0.098. And then now it's like 0, 0.0, like $20 or some crazy amount. Like, <laughs> God burn money burn <laughs> so that's let's not say about spending 0 0.3 oh yeah me and project fur. Into 0 0.01 yeah so literally like there's another project that me and fur are both in that we i literally spent half an eat and half an eat is a lot of money if you know i mean it might be not a lot of money to some people that have maybe millions of eat but to me half an eat is like a substantial amount of Ethereum, you know, and both of us, I think we both spent about half an ETH, right? On those yep. On that <laughs> I, I spent exactly every, half an ETH. <laughs> and every time I look in my wallet, I get so angry. <laughs> and not because, yes, there are going to be projects that come and go and people try, but then you also have projects where just once they make their money, they just don't care, you know, and I just really, I, fully believe that is what's going on with this particular project like the money's been made so why should I care you guys go figure it out and that really kind of just makes me so angry so um anyways if I would give one advice to anybody looking into PFP projects I will say absolutely do not FOMO in because guess what I have seen projects that start out at a high price and then within a few days they drop drastically. So sometimes it might be, it might pay you to be patient. And then another thing that I will say, things I wish I knew before joining NFT space and regarding PFP projects, join the Discord. Trust me, you're gonna find a lot of stuff in their Discord. Discord is where you kind of get a feel for the self. Like if a project looks like it's failing, you will know by the panic in the Discord. <laughs> you can tell, like you can tell from, if you're good at reading vibes and good at reading people, you can tell from the vibe in the Discord um, if the project is about to fail. So another thing that I will say, things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space, and Fur, please help me out here, <laughs> is... If it's too good to be true, it probably is. There are a lot of people that have bought some fake apes. There are a lot of people that have bought some like real NFTs. My project, my everyday Africa project was copied and remade. No oh yeah, it was. It was on open. Wow. It was copied and reminted on Polygon. <laughs> I was oh my not, in my mind. Awful. I didn't I know, know that. In my mind, and I was like, okay, that is the effort that they put into downloading the pictures and uploading the picture and pricing it and putting the description. They actually could have had effort into putting together their own project. But you know what? People that, you know, have that kind of mindset, they don't really 
um, what's the word? They don't think properly, I guess is the word. Um, yeah. So some of the things that I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. So we're going to start bringing the audience member up for questions for me and for, and we will do our best to answer you, but please keep it related to NFTs and things you wish to know about NFTs. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I would just add to the uh, PFP projects. I would say, like, if you want to get into a PFP project, make sure that you actually like the art. And if nothing happens and you're stuck with that little avatar, you're happy with it. <laughs> oh yeah, that that is actually a really good one. That is a really good one. Make I always make sure, like, you know, there's something about the art that I really appreciate. Um, I don't think I, and then if you notice like some of the ones I collect, if it has pink in it, cause that's my favorite color, chances are I'll want it. <laughs> that's how to get me. If you have a PFP part, you know, just make it pink and then tweet it at me. And I'm like, Oh, I want this. Oh, I want this. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So we're, um, like I said, we're going to ask, you know, if you have a question for us, go ahead. Um, uh, Young Bull Club, how are you? Yes, ma'am. I'm doing great. How are you doing? We are doing awesomely fine. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. So, um, <laughs> I uh, two two things. Two things. So, I'm working on my own PFP project, and the the NFTs that I'm working on, I actually have the bull uh, has pink skin. There's a boy that has pink skin and pink uh and pink horns. So, I'm a I'm gonna make that one. I'm gonna tweet it at you and see if you like it or not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a man you know how to get pocket. <laughs> no, I, I I got you. Um, but let's Go see ahead. something something I would have known before I got into the space. Um, so I did the same thing. Uh, I fumbled into a a project, um, and it was the Fat Ape Club. So basically, just a oh, spinoff wow. of the Board Ape Club. So <laughs> just like you guys, I spent. Uh, point three ETH for oh, no. the the damn gas fees, you know, uh -huh. another five hundred dollars. But there was just so much hype around the project. I was like, "There's no way this project is not going to go up to the moon." And I'm gonna make a nice little return on my investment. Um, however, it didn't happen uh, because yeah. uh, the things with these these NFT projects is um, you get a lot of hype around a project because you're promising almost like a raffle to these people, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a raffle where if you get in, uh, you have to get a random bull. If you get a random bull, uh, you get $10,000. Or if you get a rare bull, uh, you you know, um, you can sell it for a lot more money because it's rare. So now you get everybody buying these uh, NFTs and then the hype builds and builds and builds and they reveal the NFT. And if they don't get those rare bulls or those rare NFTs, they'll start to sell them off for their profit. That uh, is, that's a good point. That is a very good point. I think that's another thing with um, crypto and crypto art. Like Fur and I were saying in the beginning of the show was like, you know, there's some people that just don't really care about the art. They're just looking for a quick flip. And that's why they're here. And you do have a lot of that projects. And that's why you'll notice like a lot of times like the um regular art, like the one-on-one -on -one art, like the one piece artworks, like from like maybe um painters, photographers and things like that, they tend to hold value. They're like the iPhone. And then um, <laughs> the PFPs, over time, their value might drop because you'll have somebody that FOMOs in, buys a whole lot of them. And then, like you said, when they realize they can't get those things that they thought they would get, then they start to sell them off. And then somebody, um, some of them actually end up selling them like super dirt cheap, like really. And then you're sitting there like, what in the world happened, right. happened here? So, right. like, you know what, young boy, I'm going to ask you this question. This is a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Um, for somebody that has a PFP project coming up, how do you think this can be prevented? So, one of the things, and I was in the Discord, you know, like you told them, get in Discord, talk to people. You can you can gauge whether or not if it's going to be a successful project. Um, and then, like, what does successful mean? So, in the Discord, I kept asking them, I, I say, why is the floor price dropping? You know, what the floor price is, the cheapest somebody's listing uh, an NFT on OpenSea or the secondary market. And I kept asking myself, why is the floor price dropping? And in my head, it's really simple economics. The same way Board 8 Yacht Club, 
was around the same price for a couple months. Then they had their big yacht party, and now their their uh, you know their floor price is fifty Ethereum. It's a really simple you know supply and demand. It's only ten thousand of those NFTs out there, but now the whole world knows about Board Ape Yacht Club, so the demand goes through the roof. So now the price goes up. So I'm in the Discord and I'm telling him like this is really simple economics. The, the supply stays the same. If the demand is not going up, the supplies the uh, the price is not going to go up. Exactly. So I was like, I was like, I get it. There's not really anything that you're offering me as a value to keep this NFT, but the hopes of I can sell it at a higher price later. Um, so that's the reason why I started mine because I was like, well, it's easy to get the hype around a project like fake hype it's hard to create like sustainable demand like with the board of yacht club exactly um, and like with with the board of yacht club they just did a uh they have partnerships now right because companies are now seeing that the demand is so high for these uh these nfts how can we kind of get into this space so in a uh, adidas just uh partnered with board of yacht club they did their nft drop and they made about $24 million in about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, in, it's insane when you think about it. It's, it's really insane. But the thing, I, I, to, I was going to give you an ochre, but I'm going to give you a shee for I know, real. <laughs> I know. But if you, if you think about it, the Adidas drop isn't really like a PFP project. Because Adidas, the NMCs that they're offering to people, have value. Right? They're actually going to allow you to... Uh, customize uh, a jumpsuit they're going to send you a physical jumpsuit adidas jumpsuit and you'll also be able to use that jumpsuit in the metaverse as an nft so so now say um sorry would you say like you know the key to is to always bring some sort of value like continued value versus you know initial value right right so i tell people um think of it as um a ticket right we spend hundreds of dollars to go to a concert, but I can only get into the concert uh, if I have this ticket. I actually just paid $400 for a piece of paper. But what I'm really paying for is what this ticket can get me. So if you think about uh, what the NFT actually is on the blockchain, it's just really uh, a verifiable ownership of that token on the blockchain. So now you can and do anything access in some cases as well. Right, but that's 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 going to be on the responsibility of like the people who are doing the project. How are you going to use this token to give people certain accesses? So for, for the one that I'm doing now, I have uh, a bull that has a pilot shirt. So now what I'm going to do is anybody who has a bull with a pilot shirt can go to my website, log in, uh, connect their wallet, log in, and then buy a round trip ticket. Um, and then we'll pay for it with the secondary sales, but you have oh, to nice. actually own that, that NFT. So whoever owns it, you can keep it, you can sell it, but whoever owns it can go into the website and basically redeem that that round trip ticket. So quick question for you. Um, let's say, you know, I'm new to NFTs and I want to, I have like, you know, let's say a pet project, right? Like uh-huh. something that's dear to my heart because we did cover this in one of our episodes. Um, I want to save the whales and I want to do a project to save the whales. What would you advice like what would be the first thing you would tell me if i came to you and said to you i said young bull i want to save the wheels and i think nfts is a good way to raise money to save the wheels what do i do perfect i think the first thing to think is you should look at your initial pfp sale as a fundraiser right the same way people have um you know ipos or even when they you know do uh, initial seed investing it should be uh, almost looked at as a fundraiser. And what you should do is you should find people who also support that cause because now they're going to buy your NFT, but now they're invested in that purpose. So does that make sense? Now you have like a, if, if a collection of 5,000 people or 4,000 people bought your NFT, now those are the people that also support um, your Save the Whales collection. That actually makes a lot of sense, and I, I've, 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 I mean, I try not to give too much advice in terms of like how to go about artistically, but in the, um, like, let's say I'm trying to buy into a project, I say that as well. Like, you know, when you buy into a project, you're more or less like an investor, 
And a lot of times, even with art, even with art, not just NFTs. I mean, like, I, I'm lucky. I have, like, collectors that are always, like, in shield threads with my name. And I'm like, oh, that is absolutely amazing because, you know, they actually really genuinely like my art. And that's why they're, um, they're getting it in the first place. And um, I think with the saturation in NFTs and things that are coming in a year from now, the space is going to look very, very different. If you're already somebody, and I want Fur to help me out here as well, if you're already somebody that's already in the NFT space, what would you say to prepare for? Because the saturation definitely is coming. So how would you prepare yourself? That's, that's, that's I think, the million-dollar question. <laughs> I like That is the Oprah question. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at all this, uh, you know, the original PFPs, they exploded because, you know, they're the first one and they started creating this whole idea of community uh, yeah. around something. And, you know, now all the PFPs are going to have to work so much harder to build a community because there's like so much that has already happened and it's saturated. And then we have the one one artists like us that are trying to build, you know, like a community of collectors around us and trying to bring like some value as a, a singular individual. And that makes it very complicated when the market's already big and it's just becoming like in real life market. So how do you... Uh, get seen in real life so Facts. we're just yeah we're just getting a new way you know nfts is you know it's just another market like you know the in real life market and all other <laughs> things that are happening out there so we there's nothing uh different in nft so we just have to really figure out a plan and you know connect with the right people at the right places and that's the key <laughs> where are those places <laughs> Where I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Um, and you know, and that's one of the things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space is not being naive and assuming everything happens on the timeline. And I'm, I was like, I'm going to tell everybody that everything does not happen in the timeline. Things happen in the DM as well. Cause a lot of people act like everything happens on the timeline. And that is a big fat lie. I was like, you know, I'm going to tell my listeners, I'm going to squeal. I'm going to be a snitch and I'm going to let them know, like, you know what? There are people that meet on the timeline, but they go offline as well. So if you're wondering, like, when did this happen? How come I didn't see it? Or how come mm -hmm. I'm not involved? Trust me, there are things going on in the backdrop, back yes. side. <laughs> you know, like with NFTs, I think another thing with NFTs is like, transparency you know transparency i think we're still bringing that everybody talks about oh um the metaverse is inclusive the metaverse is this the metaverse is decentralized but we're bringing our human ways into nfts and i still see that i still see a lot of gatekeeping i still see a lot of people that ignore people i still see a lot of nft space and i always say you know what maybe i do it too i'm not sure because i don't every single one of my dms um, because I've opened up my DM and it's been a lot of like, do you want some Bitcoin? <laughs> and then that kind of just makes like probably important DMs go down, um, you know, in the request or whatever. But yeah, so I see a lot of that in the space. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, are we being for real, for real? Or are we fooling ourselves to say we're going to be different? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm already seeing that, you know, it's, it's going to be the same, same same, how am I going to put it? Same thing, different day or same, same game, same yeah. game, different application, I guess. Or I had a, I had a whole spaces on, on this topic, which was, you know, it was very good. And I'm waiting for Christina to put, you know, the, the highlights of our conversation on that, because like, there's so much talk about gatekeeping and, you know, how NFTs are decentralized and then we don't have the middle person anymore. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the artists, uh, you know, we have the direct connection, like we already do in real life, to be honest, like I have my exactly. website and even though I'm represented by galleries and, you know, all of that, but I have a direct contact with my collectors and on NFTs, it's, it's exactly the same. So you have a direct uh, opportunity to contact collectors directly, but not necessarily, you know how to do it. So that's, I think, that's, I think the key part of understanding is that not just because you created something and you put it out there, it's going to sell itself. Exactly. You have work to do. You have to 
you have to tell the story. You have to explain to people why that piece of art is important. Why should they buy that instead of your next door neighbor? Because, you know, there's so much like so much going on out there that, you know, how do they choose you? over all the other people and we want to be fair we want to have a chat and everyone to get seen but at the end of the day <laughs> it's just not possible it's not possible you know? you're right and somebody told me they were like um um what's it called um toxic positivity yes <laughs> you know, like, i heard that here, and like, i agree toxic, like you know when you say we're gonna make it oh good morning we're gonna make it and they're like no that's toxic positivity and I'm sitting there like, okay, we're not going to make it then. True, golly, yo. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to say. But yeah, I get it. Like, and I still say the same thing. The space is going to go get so super, super duper saturated. And I almost feel like, you know, I say I, I have gallery week. And when I do gallery week, it's just me, you know, like right there. The attention is focused on me. But with the NFT space, you're never going to have that. You're always going to be there along with thousands of people competing for the same eyes. And I think it makes it a little bit more complex, um, a little bit more hard work, I guess. And you just have to figure out a way to proper, 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 proper stand out. So we have um, Pastel um, with us. Pastel, how are you? Hello. Things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. <laughs> I had to do my little singing because if I don't sing, uh, my listeners are going to go, is that really Tony? She didn't sing in this episode. <laughs> I love All it. Right, so, so, I, yes, I was just kind of going to go off of what you said a minute ago about um, my husband found this space before I did and kept telling me about it. And I was like, that's really like, there's no way that's a thing. You're crazy. And um, so I, I kept <laughs> ignoring him. And then I, I finally was like, he wouldn't shut up about it. So I was like, okay, like, let me get on here and let me just like search some hashtags. And I hadn't been on Twitter in, I mean, super long time. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I hadn't been on Twitter in forever. And um, I was like, okay, this is crazy. So I started searching hashtag. And immediately was drawn in by the community. Like, it just seemed so uplifting and positive and encouraging. But I think that I was kind of blinded by that in a way. And I I wish that I had, I wish that I had, like, remembered and reminded myself that, like, these people, everybody in this space is still human and everybody's here for, you know, whatever reason. And um, you have to be careful in this space. And there are, I, I don't want to like make it sound bad because I absolutely adore the NFT space and I'm so grateful for it. But there are, you know, there's snakes in the grass and, and oh, you yeah. have to be, you have to be careful. Um, we learned the hard way. My husband and I, we, we were, you know, we had a really rough, you know, first experience with someone and, and it really opened my eyes to the fact that like I should have been more proactive. And so I make it like a, a, passion of mine like it is a passion of mine to to share with people and just to remind people like hey like you know this is a beautiful space and there are beautiful people here but you're always going to have a couple people that ruin that and you need to really like do your I mean everybody says do your own research but truly like like for your own protection really look into people do the research upon the research upon the research. And I want to sing for you, Pastel. You are not alone. <laughs> yes. We are here with you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know what? I, I say this all the time. Come with that mindset that you're dealing with humans. And humans yes. will bring human behavior into wherever they go. So if you're thinking, oh, um, Kumbaya, NFT, yes. you're going to a rude shock you know i mean nfts yes. are great like i said they're you know fur and i were talking earlier and they're probably gonna be the way forward for art and you know and fur made a statement that made so much sense to me had like a little ding 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 go off in my head which is like you can actually with an nft screen change whatever art you want on your wall for the day you know yeah. so that is absolutely awesome that is absolutely i see a pink bull <laughs> Look at them trying to tempt me. Oh, my God. 
You are trying to tempt me in my own that's, home. That's just for you, and I, I, I give it to you for free. You don't even have to. You don't even have to buy it. I give it to you for free. Wow! Look at the tempt. These. This is temptation. Do you see this? This is like temptation. Thank I love you. it. Omg! I appreciate that. That is so sweet of you. I love it. Um, oh, it has little Ethereum earrings. So cute. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> So, um, like I was, what was I even saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying, so you really got to take, keep that in consideration when you're coming into the NFT space that you're actually dealing with humans and humans will bring their own human behavior. And you do have to make sure that you do your own research, especially with anything that has to do with finances, because yeah. a lot of people come into NFT space and you know, somebody will say, oh, we got rug. Oh, we got, um, we paid money for something. And then this happened. That happens all lot. the time. I was going to say too, that's kind of though, like, and I, I have to, I kept telling myself this. I was like kind of kicking myself. Cause I was like, you know, like the beauty of the blockchain is like, nothing like like everything is there all the time <laughs> like you can see every transaction that is ever made on the blockchain and so use that to your advantage i mean that sounds creepy but like seriously like you know i mean i know people have multiple wallets and like that's smart and whatever but like you can find like you can you can track and make sure that like the people that you're getting involved with are like doing what they say they're going to do um, exactly I think that that's super important Exactly. And also another thing secure, this is more of like a security thing. Things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. Luckily, I have not fallen victim, but I know a lot of people that have fallen victim for the, um, to this. Do not click links that you do not know. Because especially in Discord, if you get into Discord and somebody sends you a DM, oh, I have Bitcoin for you. It's always the Bitcoin people. I don't get it. Like, seriously. <laughs> Not that I'm hating on Bitcoin, like, go eat, but you know, it's always them. <laughs> yes. Also, yeah, you're, you're better off just turning your DMs off completely. Yes. Oh, yeah, but you know, I, there's some discourse that I'll leave it on for because I'm in there actively also trying to get information or interact. So, but yeah, you're right. You know, you're sometimes better off just turning off your DM. I did that over the weekend. I went into some of the discords that I follow and I meticulously started choosing the ones that, you know, I might need a DM from somebody like we're planning something or a meet or whatever. And I started turning off the ones that I'm sure that were not. And I, I get a lot of those. I know not to click on them, but if you're new in the NFT space and you're hopping in Discord, please just turn it off. It's probably not worth it clicking links. Um, I've had somebody's wallet hacked where they stole all their ETH and their art. The and, same um, thing on MetaMask. If you get an air, like if, if you go in your hidden wallet and somebody has airdropped you something and you didn't know it was coming, do not transfer it. <laughs> Yeah, so I saw something in MetaMask um, recently, and um, it was a airdrop of some, I don't want to call it a shit coin, but some coin that I've never heard of. So of course, anything that I see that's out of the ordinary, what I'll do is hop on Google and, you know, try to see what's going on and then put in like, you know, little keywords like blah, 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 scam, just to be sure it's not a scam. And sure enough, it was a scam. And what it is, is um, they airdrop into your um, MetaMask, right? And when you click on it or try to claim it, you're going to get robbed. So you have yeah. to be very careful about that as well. And this is not even NFTs at this point. This is just regular tokens. Like your, um, let me, I'm going to look for the name for you guys. Cause <laughs> this might help or save somebody. The um, same thing happened. My husband was like, no, do not send that. Cause it was like some, I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, some random, it was some random, um, coin that I've never heard of. You know, a lot of times it's like, we all like money, but don't get greedy to the point where, you know, you lose everything that you have. And, um, I'm very, very careful. And the reason I'm super careful is because of the space. It's called the DDX Dex. And they sent me 800,000 of their coin. 800,000, you know, I was like, oh, okay, daddy, I'm a millionaire now, <laughs> you know? And but then I Googled it and I realized it was a scam. If you try to claim it, they will hack your wallet. And another practice that I have, I try not to keep a lot of ETH in my, in my public wallet. I try not to do that. 
Um, if you're some transfer your money out, you know, transfer your eat out somewhere safe. Um, get yourself a ledger or like a, you know, not an online wallet, like an offline wallet, transfer your stuff somewhere safe. And don't give your, this is like golden rule. Never, ever, 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 ever give your seed phrase out to anybody. Like don't, don't do it. Um, you know, unless they, you know, I don't know, hanging you upside down and say, where's your seed phrase? <laughs> but don't give your seed phrase out to anybody and be careful about things you download. Like I'm so paranoid. Like if I click a link, even if it's not NFT related and I see like a pop-up, I'm so paranoid, like making sure nothing was downloaded onto my phone or my computer because they can track, you know, your, if they download a um, malware onto your computer, they can track what you're looking at, like record your screen or whatnot and get your seed phrase that way. So you have to be super duper careful um, about things like that. Like those are some of the things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. So we're going to be wrapping it up in a second, but before we do wrap it up, I'm going to go around to all the speakers and I'm going to ask, Give me one thing that you wish you knew before joining the NFT space. And then with that, we're going to wrap it up. So we're going to start with Fur. Then we're going to go to Young Bull. In case you guys are wondering why am I calling somebody Young Bull, um, that is the name of their project, <laughs> which I just got a pink bowl from. All right, so um, we're going to start with Fur. Okay, so uh, what I wish I knew mostly was about Genesis. There are people that are completely obsessed on Genesis drops. And I was so excited about jumping into the NFT space that I just, you know, I minted everything that I wanted to mint and I never quite planned it outright. So before you start minting your art to the blockchain, think about what do you want to be like significant? What do you want to make uh, you make a point with? So plan your means better that would be my one advice for my older self <laughs> that is actually a really really good one um i think we both ended up we're, we're both on that table because i have a piece that is my genesis nothing like any of my other pieces and that was because i wish i had this same advice that you're giving about um you know planning it out don't rush there's no rush i know a lot of people think no i'm gonna miss out Oh, every, all the sales are going to be gone. Every, I went on vacation. I came back. People were still here. You know, nobody ran away. NFT still here. <laughs> and you're going to have the same way you're going to have more people coming into the NFT space. You're also going to have more collectors coming into the NFT space. So you're not going to, you know, miss out on anything. And like we said earlier, the truth of life is no matter what you embark on the truth is not everybody's gonna be huge doing it you know and that's just the truth that's just life you know life is not fair we just hope that it can be fair to us you know so yeah if you are somebody that really wants a genesis piece like your first piece um in the nft space make sure you plan it out luckily for me I, my first piece in the nft space i did not sell it so i delisted it so I'm going to wait when I'm like, whoa, whoa, big, big. <laughs> then I'm going to like relist it. And, you know, it's a symbol of my journey into the NFT space, you know, so it holds its own significance. Like this is what it was when I started in NFTs and, you know, not knowing how to navigate things and wishing I had these type of conversations to listen to. And that's what it is. Um, so beautiful one for, I, I, that's a good one. All right, Young Bull. <laughs> so Young Bull, things I wish I knew before joining the NFT space. So what would be your thing that you wish you knew? Um, I wish I would have known how early um, you are. Everybody is this space. Uh, the technology itself is, is still fairly early. Uh, the amount of people that even know about NFTs is very small, and the people that know what they are is also very small. So we'll quickly see like how fast corporations and the mass adopt um, NFTs because it'll be used for different things. It'll be used for um, concert tickets, um, you know, uh, events, anything that you can you know verify, passports, IDs. So at some point, NFT is going to be uh, a mass adoption. So anybody who's getting into NFTs right now, I'd say it's still really early. So 
um, take your time. I wouldn't say take too much time, but take your time. Like, you know, she said, don't FOMO into a project because that's your ass. You're not getting that. You're not getting that money back. You're not. Um, <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so There's no like, refunds in NFTs, by the way. So if anybody's <laughs> wondering, is there a refund in NFTs? There no are no way. refunds. You buy it, you buy it, it's yours. So make That sure money is gone. It is. Make sure you're 100% confident. in. That's what one thing that helps me now is when I'm about to FOMO, I remind myself of all my past FOMOs and what they are today. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, stop, Toby, stop. But um, and there's some projects I support just because of um what they stand for, um what the cause is. But even with those ones, you still gotta make sure that the people behind the project are, you know, oh, real human beings too. Because there are some people that come pretending to be who they're not. Um, there's a project that I'm in right now. It was taken over by women. But it was like three Russian men <laughs> posing as women and then on set and they came in to take advantage and they got caught and then they had to, I think, transfer the contract to um, some women in the space. So the project's all good now. It's one of the first female projects um, in the NFT space and I kind of own two of them. But that happens where people pretend to be what they're not. Alrighty, any parting words um, for my listeners, Fur and Young Bull? I would say keep true to yourself. Um, the NFT is a great environment for you to express uh, how you really want to be out there. So, you know, uh, keep true to yourself. <laughs> and Young Bull? Uh, I say just keep learning. Learn as much as you can. Um, if you're a creator or artist, Learn how to uh, sell your art. I mean, marketing is, is probably the hardest part in the space. Um, if you are somebody that's in technology, learn, you know, the blockchain, learn how to write smart contracts, uh, you know, so that way when you get in these spaces, you can actually be a resource. And it's, it's, it's really ironic because you would think that if I got in this space and talked about my project, I would get more people to, to buy my NFTs. But it's the other way around. If you're just like a resource for somebody and just like giving them help, you're you're gonna get a lot more growth, a lot more growth, a lot more organic growth. And people will be like, "Shit, dude! Like, you know, where where can I find it at?" So I just say, learn and learn and be a resource for other people. That is a very very good one. I am so happy to have y'all on the show. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of knowledge drop. But unfortunately. We have to end the show. Okay, I'm not going to (laughs) sing. But I would love to have you both back on for another episode very, very soon. We need to arrange for that because I totally enjoyed this discussion. I totally enjoyed the conversation. And I'm sure everyone listening right now um, enjoyed it too. All right, so that is it for today's episode of NFT Talk Show. And I will catch you what did you want to say no i was saying thank you for having us oh yeah of course thank you my pleasure (laughs) and and before and before you leave um either you can uh send me a dm with your your wallet address and i'll I'll actually give you this bull (laughs) oh look how sweet young See, i'm a part of the young bull club there we go yay for me <laughs> thank you that is so sweet of you i really appreciate it. and it's pink yay pink yay <laughs> all right y'all so um that is it for the show um if you're looking to get into nfts you know what it is the t in the nfts the nft talk show and i will catch you on the blockchain bye <laughs> Go, go, go!